Hello and welcome to Enlightened Mental episode 5. I'm your host Chiohi and today we're talking about the right to remain sane. Stay tuned. The whistle reached its highest pitch as the pressure peaked in the pot. I rushed into the kitchen to turn down the fire. The whistle died down to a low, constant shh. As a scientist, I would explain this phenomenon like so. There is a set number of particles, air, water, and food in the pot, which we call a closed system. When heat energy is added, pressure increases as the energized particles of air and steam bounce around more frequently than before, putting pressure on everything they touch. They bounce around so frequently that they push open the valve on the pot and that lets out some of the steam and the air which reduces the pressure inside the pot. When I turn down the pot, the pressure decreases slightly then too because less energy, less, well, less heat, less energy, less pressure, obviously. Science speak aside though, sometimes just like a pressure cooker, all the things in our lives, the particles in this closed system, are just about in balance until something lights a fire under us, some additional external factor that creates enough pressure to make everything else feel unmanageable. The pressure on us builds up so much that it reaches fever pitch and we feel unable to cope. Like the loud hissing of the pot, there are warning signs that the pressure has built up to, I don't know, to a critical level. And it's at this point that we must find a way to turn down the heat. And now by this, I mean to do some essential self-care to be able to keep going. I recently found myself again at hissing point, which, by the way, um, I'll just interject here to say that that's a normal part of life. Hissing point can happen and will happen every so often. But I'll talk about that more in more detail at a different point in time, maybe in a different episode. I was anxious and I was feeling the depression creeping over me like a thick, toxic smog. And before I (laughs) I held my breath, before I could let that kind of seep into me, I decided that I needed to act fast. It was either that I was going to stay where I was and inhale that toxic smog and become infected and then become infectious and spread my toxicity to all my loved ones around me, which to me is not an option. Or I had to get the heck out and find a way to breathe some fresh air, literally. So obviously my choice was to run away and breathe. I got up, still in my onesie and my fuzzy three-day-old plats, and I grabbed my keys and jumped into my car for a drive. It was about 1.30 in the afternoon. consciously decided to ignore whatever madness that I would experience from others that were on the road and I just decided that I would cleanse my mind just completely clear my mind leave it blank and empty and just focus on protecting my space my safe space that I had created within the car I chose a familiar place that was a reasonable drive like about 30 minutes from home to give me at least an hour to think I put on my membership music and I set off on the more scenic route of the routes that I had, of the options that I had to my destination. 
In fact, I didn't even use a sat-nav because what I wanted to make sure that I did was, even if I was to get lost, I followed the signs on the road instead of using my sat-nav like I would usually do. Um, because I'm not in a hurry to go anywhere. I'm not trying to get there really quickly. I'm not trying to find the fastest route. I'm just going to take the route I kind of know. And if anything goes wrong on the way, that'll be part of the process. Um, I was not planning to... This journey was planned to be at least an hour. Do you know what I mean? I wanted to just relax and not think about, okay, I'm lost or I'm this. And just, I mean, I always, I of course had my sat-nav just in case. So... I sang, I spoke out loud, I prayed, and as I did, being as real and as raw and acknowledging all my tiredness and my sadness and my frustration and, yeah, even the misery, <laughs> I acknowledged all of it and I felt the, pr- the pressure begin to release. My toxic, cooped up, untrue, negative thoughts began to give way to sense to the scriptures that I knew, and to the faith that I still hold. And sometimes I'd want to say something that I knew would be catastrophizing, like, oh, I'll never this, or I will, I always that, or this is never going to change, or something stupid like that. And I would pause before the words would escape my mouth, and I'd find myself saying the words of the promise that I believed to be true, rather than the lie that was circulating around my head, tormenting me. I felt freed. Nothing had changed per se because, well, whatever was the straw that broke the the camel's back when I was at home was still there, you know. And the thoughts, not the well, not the not the toxic thoughts, but the thoughts about my situation are still there. I haven't changed anything. But good God, my mind was actually calm. My view in everything. My view of everything in this closed system had completely changed. Now, I'm not saying that you should get into a car and drive if you feel inconsolable. Or if you don't drive. A car drive, you know, just don't do that. You could always take a walk or you could cycle or, you know. But get away. I've told you my story to say this. The person who needs to turn down the heat on the cooker is you. You need to let out some steam. And if that means getting away from everyone for a little bit, then that's your prerogative. You have the right to remain sane and the right to do what you must to ensure that you do. That was Enlightenmental Podcast for today. And until next time, take care and I'll see you soon.